Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to tonight's episode of From the Streets of the Pit. I'm your host, number one, and soon we join our panel. Tonight, I want to talk about what is a man. Now, fellas, sit back and relax. This is the ladies' edition, so we can learn something, and when it's our turn, we can teach them something. We're going to first define what is a man. According to Mary Wells, Man is defined as an individual human, especially and belonging to a particular category, as by birth, residence, membership, or occupation, usually used in combination. Councilman. Husband, I pronounce I now pronounce you man and wife. Remember, he was her man. When I found the listed descriptions correct to an extent. It still begs the question of what a man actually is. What are the obligations and responsibilities of a man as an individual, husband, lover, or leader? What specific characteristics would a man entail? Let's talk about it. Good evening. Good evening. Talk about this. What what is a man? Well, again, a, a man is defined by Merriam Webster is is basically nah, nothing nah, more nah, than nah, a... nah. close that close that book. Close that book. Tell me what is a man. Okay. Again, I was I was gonna get to that. Hello. I'm listening to you. I'm with you. Um, but again, uh, according to the definition, a man is nothing more than a human of the male species. Um, okay. So when I think about that. I think that, you know, while that's right, it's, it's very broad. Um, so when I think about the characteristics of a man and being married to to a man, um, the first characteristic that comes to my mind is, is protector. Okay. Um, another would be a, a provider. Um, now, before marriage, I, I wouldn't have had an answer for you. I, my answer would have been straight up, I don't know. Um, and, and, and the reason for that is because while I had examples, you know, like I had, a, you know, obviously a, a father and uncles um, growing up, even a brother growing up, um, no one or none of the men actually sat down to have that conversation with me as far as what a man is. You see what I mean? I Um, I saw my grandfather get up and go to work 
every day and, you know, make sure that everything that he could afford for my grandma to have, she had, you know, um, and, and us as well. But there was no conversation to say, well, you know, a, a man is going to provide. You know what I mean? That was just um, a good example, of course. I mean, but again, it was for me to put two and two together, not a conversation to kind of validate what I saw. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. When it comes to the idea, your pre-marriage and right now, what would you describe? How would you describe a man? Uh, again, my top two words are the provider and protector. Um, that is marriage now. Pre-marriage, my answer would have been I don't know. I couldn't tell you before marriage what my idea of a man actually was because I didn't really understood or understand what a man was supposed to do and not supposed to do, what a man is going to do and not going to do. I never understood um, the thoughts of a man. I never understood some actions of men. Um, So there was honestly a big question mark, confusion. I, I wasn't clear. Okay, that's fair. Um, I know my my brother. He's on the line, pastor, and I know I'm sure he got some questions for you. Uh, then we're gonna go ahead and uh, get right to it. Good evening. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. Um, Good evening. Well, this is this is where we at. Um, yeah. Hey, Miss Quick has didn't have an idea of what a man. Was you know because of the lack of conversation, you know it was spread out. Now since she's been married, it's it's all in one pile. Um, that's 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 what I got out of it. Uh, what's yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, uh, first of all, um, unfortunately, the world's view is. Um, a man is undefined. I don't think anybody knows, you know, who he is. We, we, you know, we say that he's a male, and that's not the case. But in reality, and I'm gonna give you that that God aspect of it. He's an extension of God. He he, he mm-hmm. literally is an extension of God. He was made uh, in the image of God. He's an extension of God. Man is also. Um, um, a necessity, and I know that's a a broad word, but it, you know the world and 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 women, please don't get upset at me. We just haven't gotten around to you yet, but um, the world will never be in the proper order <clears throat> if a man does not or is not allowed to take his rightful place. So a man is a necessity. He's a 
He's you know he's a thinker. He's a Uh-oh. he's a planner. He's he's, he's he's so much. But I'm not gonna go too far because I want everybody else to tell. You know, a man is something that 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 sometimes a woman wants. You know, um, but just just in a little she quick. She definitely needed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt about it. But uh, Miss Quick said something that was key. You know, nobody sat her down. There's no way that she can ever know what a man is if nobody sits her down and tells her that. Because otherwise, she's going to get her definition from Merriam-Webster. She, you know, she. There's no way oh. she'll know. And I'm glad she broke it down and said, pre-marriage. I don't know. But marriage-wise, now I'm finding out because um, the need exists in her life, and because that need is being fulfilled or filled or whatever, now she not only knows what a man is, she's experiencing a man. You know, a man is an experience. But, again, we'll we'll talk about all this. Um, We'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't want to sway nobody's opinion, but good topic. one thing I want to I want to definitely say, you know, you said something that it, you know these words kind of really dig. They do something to me, you know. You said allow. You can't allow a man to be a, a man because that's what he knows. That's what he that's does. Right. You know what I mean? There's no allowance. A, a man is an obligation, is a responsibility. That's you know right. what I mean? To 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 the community, to society to his family of course and to God because like you said he's an extension a direct extension mm-hmm. so it's a serious commission to be a man now yes. one thing that society is trying to do is tell us that masculinity is toxic no no hyper there's no, no such thing as, as hyper masculinity either you're a man <laughs> or you're not you can be a male and we're not going by what the tools that are your shed. I'm simply talking That's about right. your responsibility. You fulfilling the commission that God has given you. That's what makes you a man. So now, yes, sir. Let's, let's move along. We have a series of quite a few uh, numbers on here. So let's let's see what they have to say. Nine seven four six. Your mic is live. Hi, I'm here. Um, are you asking for my opinion on yes, what a man yes, is? Yes. Um, so I, I do agree that um, a man should be what uh, God intends him to be. And I think with um, – but looking from my perspective, I would just say that I think a man is someone who is a protector, who is a provider, um, that's someone that believes in God and um, guides his life, you know, through uh, studying and, and what God gives to him. Um, outside of God, I don't think you can um, be the man that God wants you to be. So those are just my thoughts. And that's fair. Ms. Quick, you have anything you want to say or add or comment on 
This lady's young lady's thoughts. No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> six nine six six. Your mic is live. What do you think a man is? We lost six nine six six. Four three three seven. Your mic is live. What do you think a man is? Four three three five. Is that that's me? Hi, how you guys doing? Well, um, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Um, I, I agree with the other lady said, but um, I also think that um, a man should be loving. Um, a lot of people tend to overlook that, even though you know he's a man, he's hard, he's a protector, but at the same time, he still's got to have that gentle side to be loving. I agree with that. Ms. Quick? Yes, I think that's definitely uh, a needed quality as well. What 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 is what is and 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 I'm I'm not playing devil's advocate. What I'm trying to do is there's people listening and and you know when you say loving there's a lot of times that you know we assume we know what you're talking about because I want you I want everybody to understand there may be women out there that says, yeah, I want a man that's loving. But um, I, I had a couple recently in um, a marriage preparation class, and the very things that she wanted and needed, which were actually legitimate, uh, he couldn't give them to her because he had no clue what she was talking about. He was just nodding his head saying, yeah, I agree that you want that, but he didn't know. So when when a woman says, uh, she needs that man to be loving. Does that mean? What does that mean? Define that for everybody listening. Um, am I still unmuted? Yes, you are. Oh, okay. Sorry, this is my first time. I don't know how this works. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I say loving, like to me, um, my grandfather always told me that love is an action word. So it's not just telling a woman that you love her or telling people that you love them, but it's in the things that you do. I would rather have a man never tell me he loved me, but he show me every day because that action, it means so much more than a word because you can say, I love you, but you not show it. And it, I mean, the word doesn't mean anything if there's no action behind it. So when I say loving, I mean, by showing her and it doesn't necessarily have to be anything with gifts. It's just actions. You know what I mean? Just doing little things. It doesn't have to be buying anything, but just appreciating her, loving on her, being affectionate. So that's what I mean when I say being loving, like to, to show her in action, mm. if that makes any sense. <laughs> it does. Miss Quick. I agree with what she's saying when she talks about love being action. Um, so, so, so for me, it's 
when she uses the word loving, and I agree with that, it, it is just that. It's showing up. It's choosing every day to put me first. It will, uh, obviously outside of God, but it, it's making a conscious decision to show up for me in whatever way is needed. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like to say that for, that for myself, um, as far as affection goes, then, I mean, yeah, I think that's definitely needed. Um, between husband and wife, it's, it's more of those intimate moments, not necessarily, um, you know, like the, the hand holding and different things like that, but, um, it's it's also like not giving up right um is is it's like when when things are great things are good you know you you dig in and then when things start getting a little rocky you dig in even more you know what i'm saying um because to love someone is to show up is to be there is to be responsive is to be you know is to interact is to converse is to make decisions together it's a conscious choice to be all in hmm. okay pastor what the words say on that you want to say something about being all in Oh, definitely so. Definitely, definitely so. You, you're not um, now. You know, from God's perspective, when we talk talk about you know showing the affection and things like that, there's a difference in the way a single man shows affection than a married man. There's 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 mm-hmm. there's benefit to. You know, to both, to be honest with you. So, you know, you have to be able to to to, to separate the two or whatever. But yes, um, you know, um, we talked about, or we need to talk about, I guess. You know, whenever it's a husband and a wife, or whenever it's a, a man and this woman or whatever, um, you know, being there to me that that matters. Um, you know, a lot. The Bible talks about don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. It you know it talks about a lot of things like that. And where I'm going with this is is pretty simple. You know, um, whenever you're going to show your affections and show love and things like that, that's something that has to, for the most part, remain um, you know private. You know, and so being a man and showing that love, you know, one of the things that men have a tendency to do is keep secrets. You know, he won't keep things private, but he, he'll he keep them secret. He hides things from that woman. And that woman wants to be, in my opinion, informed. You know, um, I feel like I'm less than a man if I got to hide it. I feel like I'm, honestly, that's the way that a lot of men are cheating on women. And I'm not talking about with another woman or anything, but just that we can't open up or we don't open up and let you in. You know, so, you know, we got to, you know, find out the difference, um, identify the difference between privacy and secrecy, because a lot of men, they're, they're, you know, there's walls that are up. It's like, nah, I'm not going to let this chick get me so far. And even with the wives, you know, they they just won't let them in. They, they, They only allow them in so far. And sounds like what these women are saying is, you know what, you know, 
I want to be all in. I don't want anything hidden. The Bible says it like this. The two shall be one. The two shall be one. When, when, when two become one, that means there's nothing hidden. When Adam and Eve, when God put those two together, I want you to notice what they were wearing when they first come together. Absolutely nothing. And the reason they were wearing nothing was because they, it was if, if regarding marriage, it means they had nothing to hide. They had nothing, absolutely nothing to hide. And a lot of times when it comes to relationships or what we want to call love or whatever, we're hiding something. And you don't want to settle for somebody that's hiding something. You know, so we, we probably need to talk about the difference between um, uh, uh, secrecy and privacy. You know, so uh, yes, the Bible does talk about it. You don't, you don't, um, you know. I talk to him in singles ministry every now and then about this whole song, fifty-fifty uh, love. You don't want a fifty-fifty love. You don't want your woman giving you fifty percent of herself, and she don't want you giving fifty percent um, of of yourself. You got to give a hundred percent, regardless to whether whether that other person is doing it or not. And that's when you know you're an extension of God. You do me wrong, wife or girlfriend or whatever, but you know what? I'm still straight up. I'm going to keep it straight up 100 with you. I'm not going to – I have nothing to hide. To me, when you – as a man, you have nothing to hide. You can say it and say it again. You can say it and stand by it. You don't throw a rock and hide your hand. Now you're becoming a man. Now you're becoming a man. So don't know if that answers your question. Say that again. I said I can dig that. Yes, sir. Now, for me, yes. I'm I'm not the most romantic type dude. Nah, I'm not. You know, you might you might get a, a poinsettia during the holidays. You know, <laughs> but but there's not been one time that I wasn't there. You know what I mean? Act love love is an action word, but make no mistake about it. Me telling them you know, my wife, that I love her, that also plays a role because there's a connection. When I'm saying these things and I'm also showing her, if I'm showing her and I tell her that I hate her, that's a contradiction. That's, that's ca- that causes confusion. So you want him to tell you that he loves you and show you that he loves you. So that way you establish a baseline of what love is and what it looks like. Yeah, not having a correlation between the two. Yes. Now, your microphones are still unmuted, so feel free to to get in and have a conversation with us. Two zero seven five. What is a man? Um, when it comes to a man, um, I do agree with, you know, what the other ladies have said. And in addition, you know, I do believe that a man should be also a nurturer because, um, when he becomes a man, when he becomes a husband, he, uh, not only takes on just a woman, but if the woman has children, then that child become a part of his family. So he mm-hmm. has to be able to nurture that child 
plus nurture the dreams and aspiration of his spouse, you know, and I mean, it's going to work vice versa because you have to do the same for the husband. And in addition, I do believe that there should be a, as a man, um, you know, be a good communicator. Um, as Pastor said, no need to try to hide stuff. You know, we should be able to, he should be able to come to her and say, this is what it is. Um, you know, be a best friend, not just as husband or a man, but be a best friend to that woman, that wife. I agree 100%. Uh, I agree, Miss Quick. Do you agree? Yes, I do. But I'm, I'm, I, I guess I was pondering a little bit on the nurturer because, because like, um, my husband has moments where he's a nurturer. But that's not like that. That's not his primary characteristic. You know, that's that's not in his top five of, of what he does or what he is. Um, I mean, he's ambitious. So when 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 you talk about dreams and you know, like making dreams come true and and support as far as you know, um, what do you call it? I guess. Um, you know, whether it's education or, you know, opening a business or any type of career support, he's definitely ambitious. And, you know, when the children get the bump or it's great, you know, he, he will acknowledge it and, and rub on it. But um, nurturing is is just it's just not one of the top five of, of who he is as a man. I, it, I think it helps to... To, to have that quality or to know how. Um, but if he were, if he were more of a nurturer than provider or more of a nurturer than um, protector, then I would have an issue. So I think that it's important for um, a man to have other qualities that, you know, that balance out the the nurturing aspect. I know for for me, uh, no, I'm I'm not a nurturer, um, but my wife is also my best friend, and we complete each other. So where I fall short is where she pick up from. I don't see that 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 should be like a deal breaker per se. Because I support you, I do everything else. But you know, if you fall and get a boo boo, I'm gonna rub it. But I'm not gonna sit here and you know we got stuff to do. You know, go to mommy. She go nurture you. She go nurse you. She go do everything she can. I'm just go you know tell you to tough it up and let's get back to it. We all fall short in some places, but I think that the primary part, him being a nurturer, me being a nurturer to my wife is much different because in in supporting her, if she's down, I'm down. If she need help, I'm there. If she's 
you know, whatever the case may be, that's where you fill in. And I think that's that part of maybe I, I don't know what a nurturer is, but that sounds more nurturing than than anything. Just But that that works both ways. So so and I know this is probably going a, a little bit in a different direction, but when you look at, you know, a husband and wife or, you know, um a man and a woman coming together to be uh, fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend, or what have you, then then those qualities, um, like Pastor said, it's you become one. So, like, I'm not going to have, you know, every quality um, because my husband has to have some qualities to make us whole. So, like you said, he may not be the nurturer to where, you know, he's going to sit and actually nurse a, a boo-boo um, acknowledge, yes, but I do the nursery um, and, and making sure and kind of seeing, you know, boo-boos through and ice packs and all that different kind of stuff. And he's more of, in, in certain areas that I fall short, then, you know, he's a fill-in, um, whether it's doing, you know, um, activities at the house or or, you know, some type of chores. That's how I think that's what works for us. So, you know, in a partnership, it's you you look for the opportunity to balance or fill in where the other lacks. And that's what makes the unit whole. Hmm. Zero four eight zero. What is a man? Four nine two two. What is a man? Six nine six six. What is a man? Okay, I have a question before I describe what a man is, <laughs> because I have a problem with the nurturer uh, aspect. Um, it doesn't it doesn't make a man a wimp because he's a nurturer. Um, because if mommy's not there, what's a child to do? So that's my question. Well, so may I answer it? Yes, sir. Okay. So when when mommy's not there and the child hurt itself, that is again he fill in. That's that's uh, what a man does. No, that's it's not, not like I'm just going to sit here. And... A nurturer is not only when a child's hurt. A child, a nurturer is when a child may be going through something, and maybe it's a maybe it's your son. But mommy don't have the answer to that. So what does that son do? And mommy, you know, saying, okay, then. So you say you wasn't a nurturer. So I I was confused. I'm not trying to come down into it. I was was confused because you know, nurturer to me goes beyond a boo boo. Um, It goes um, someone who's understanding to that child may have the best advice they can give. 
and I know that um, you guys are one, but when sometimes that has to come separate whenever a child is um, dealing with something and mommy's not there or daddy's not there. So, you know, nurture goes beyond a scrape on the knee or a bump on the head. It, it goes to um, they're dealing with something and they need to talk. So that's my aspect of a nurturer. Okay. Okay. But a man, um, for what I understand, well, in kind of with my own father, he's a protector, and um, he makes sure that everything is going the way it should go. He's a leader. Um, for as the household, biblically, um, everything. So um, I know, you know, when God sends the right one, what to look for and uh, the qualities of a, a man. So. That's fair. 2633, what is a man? 9746, what is a man? earlier um about what is a man I had to drop off and get back on but um oh, okay go to the next person well my question to to all women that's listening that's on the line and uh pastor you you can give some insight as well what is Oh, man, your ideal man, I'm not talking about the definition, I'm not talking about characteristics. And your ideal man that you could build for you, what would you be looking for? Let's start at the top. Four, three, three, seven. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? You said, what would be my ideal man or what am I looking for? To build your ideal man, all the qualities that you're looking for, that you can pour into him, what would you be looking for? Um, I would have to say definitely um, he has to have a relationship with God. Um, somebody that is um, financially responsible. Um, I talked about the aspect of, you know, somebody that's loving, um, somebody that's a protector, um, somebody that is um, respectful, that will respect me and respect my child, um, somebody that family oriented and 
somebody that will accept me for me and love me and accept me on my worst days, love me and accept me on my worst days, Um, somebody that is encouraging, um, uh, knows how to get stuff done, like, as far as, like, like a handyman, um, I mean, the list could go on forever, but those are just, those are just a few things that I can think of right now. Okay, so I hear what you're saying. Those those sound pretty good, Miss Quick. What's your thoughts on on her list? I, I think it's a it's, it's it's a good list. It's it's reasonable. I, I have a question. I think you. Oh, sure. No, I just I mean, you asked her her opinion on the list and I, I would love to get like a man's perspective of, of what it is that I just said. I mean, I, I want you to finish. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name, ma'am, but I would love to get a man's perspective too on, on the stuff that I just said. Miss Quick. Yeah. Um, go ahead, I think go ahead the finish. list is, is, I think the list is very reasonable and I think that the qualities um, that she listed are very are doable. Um, the I guess the 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 crazy thing is the only thing that came to my mind that stood out is like a handyman, right? Because not all not all men are handyman, but stuff can still get done. So it's you know I guess things qualities like that. Um, we have to kind of, I'm not going to say think outside the box, but in, in a way, um, see what compromises there are. Because, for instance, like, my husband didn't grow up doing chores. Like, so he 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 does not do chores. For me, that's cool, because I grew up doing chores. But we have a compromise for his part. See what I mean? So there, there, there are things that um, there, are, there are some qualities that we have to compromise on when God sends us the man that He has for us, because sometimes everything that we ask for and we want is not what we need. Yeah. Now, as far as the list that you. That's your list, and it and it's a great list. Some of the things I may not already have, but I may develop along the way. Understand? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I I may have eighty percent of it, but I never really my house is new per se, so I never had to to be a handyman. But as we gotcha. grow together in this house, now I can I have to start get my tool collection. And actually utilizing them. One, because I'm financially responsible. I'm not going to go and right. pay somebody 
thirteen dollars an hour to change the light bulb that can change. Right, right. And that's exactly you know why I, mean? I said handyman. I don't want somebody that's got to pick up the phone like, oh, the washer's <laughs> wobbling. Let me call Sears and see what's wrong. Like, nah, you the man, bang on it or flip it over and fix it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now you got to get in there with him too now. Understand? Oh, I don't have you, a problem. Made... I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. Teach, show me whatever you can. I, I'm, I'm willing to learn as long as it's not nothing too crazy. I don't want to be blamed for the house burning down. <laughs> no, nah, we don't want you to fix it. Like, like Miss Miss Quick will get in there and she'll give me her two cents, although it's like the wrong time. And I'm like, nah, just just go, you know. But it's just the fact that she's there, that supportive part. Somebody believes in what we're doing. You know, we may not get it right at this first within five minutes, but I'm not going to bed until it's right. You follow me? And that that's going to mm-hmm. be something that you could appreciate, the fact that he his stick-to-itiveness. He may not know what he's doing. But to make you happy, he's going to stick to it. And I think that's uh, better put a smile on your face. Got you. Um, can I chime in, if that's okay? Yes. Yes, please. Um, I, I had to stop and pull over just so I can chime in. Um, I started off with a list, but I, I kind of put my list aside because um, – I feel that whenever God blesses you, he's going to bless you with what you need. Um, like I said, I, I did start off with the list because, you know, that you know, there's no such thing as, like, a perfect man. You know, as a single mother, parent, um, I've had to, like, do things on my own. So um, I don't really, like, depend on a man to um, – I need one. But like I said, I don't really depend because it's like if you don't – you can't fix it, we're going to call somebody. You know, somebody's going to fix whatever's wrong. Um, that's that's just the way I see it. So whenever you say the definition of you know what is a man to me, you know, my father um he died back in like in 1996, but he really was not that male figure for me. So it's like, um, I can't say okay, well I want to be this man, you know, I want this kind of man, I want that kind of man. But like I said, when I feel that whenever God sends um, that person to me, I just don't want nobody wasting my time. You know, that's my thing. I'm at this age now where don't waste my time. You know, be honest with me. Be straightforward. You know, if you ain't, you know, you're not ready for marriage or whatever, just tell me right now, you know, because that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. And if you can't be that man to step up into my life, to be the father to my child, you know, to take responsibility up in my house where I can take some of this off of me, um, I just I just don't want to deal with it. So I I remain celibate. I say to myself, you know, I'm good. You know, and not saying I want to be that way all my life, but at the same time, um, my view on things have, has has changed quite a bit. But um, yeah, I would like a provider. Yeah, I would like a protector. Yeah, I want someone that's financially stable. You know, um, all the above. But at the same time, I feel that whenever God blesses you and that person like really loves you, I feel that it would all come together. Hmm. That's very fair. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on on this young lady, what she just said? I, I think that what you don't want to do is get rid of your list. I think that you have to that you have to know you gotta be able to recognize your blessing. Um, because God is going to give you some of what you want, but all of what you need. So if you want someone who, you know, is compassionate or who is patient, you know, to, to 
patient enough to deal with their children, then those are two qualities that that man may entail um, that you wanted plus everything else that you needed that you didn't even know you need. So I think, you know, keeping a list is important so that you can recognize those qualities. Um, But then also flexibility is important to be able to, you know, like you said, if, if, you know, if he's financially stable but can't fix everything just yet, you know, you kind of got to make some compromises and get in there and help out or whatever. So I think that, you know, I think that a list is good. You know, not nothing too crazy, but but enough to give you know God kind of a starting point. Pastor, doesn't it say something about write it down and make it plain and all that kind of stuff? It does. Yep. Yeah. It it's does say write the vision and make it plain. Write the vision, um, make it plain. Yep. I'm listening to to everybody, and and I, you know, first of all, um, when my daughter was a lot younger, we went to a place, and I think I got the name of it right, but it, if y'all forgive me if I don't, but it was called um, a place called Build a Bear, and um, you go in and you choose. I think it's called Build a Bear, but anyway, whatever it is, and you would she would yep, build yep. this this little this little you know whether it was a bear, a dog, a, you know cat, whatever it was, and the way she did it was uh, she would go from station to station, and she could add what she wanted, she could leave out what she wanted, and when she was finished, they put put a heart on the inside, and she left with that thing, and she loved it, but. Every now and then when we would go back to that mall or wherever, you know, we'd go by a Build-A-Bear place, um, she would go in and she wouldn't build another bear. But what she would do is she would get uh, a bracelet to go around his arm or get a necklace or get, I don't know, earrings or whatever, whatever, whatever. She would add to as time went on. And I think a lot of times that, you know, um, you know, when you do make a list and there's nothing in the world wrong with, you know, Having desires—that's all the list is. This is the. This is my desires. This is what I need for me, and I think everybody should know what they need. If you don't know what you need, then you know how are you gonna know when you get it? How are you gonna know when it's missing? You know, you got to know what you need. Uh, and so it's it's okay to have, uh, you know, to 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 have desires and um, not only have those desires, but understand that okay. Maybe he doesn't have all of this right now, but guess what? If he's a man, guess what? Things are going to be added. You're going to grow. You're going to mature, you know. And hearing y'all talk about the nurturer and all of that, I think everything got lost in uh, definition and translation because we were talking about uh, two different things. You were talking about the husband nurturing the wife and uh the man nurturing the child. That's totally two different things. Whenever, um, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, whatever happened with them, that's between them or whatever, then my mom had to step up and do the best she could. She she didn't have no choice. And I thank God for what she did give me. But God had a way of, you know, putting other people in place uh, that could make sure that I got enough to keep me going, and that that's one of the roles of a man right there. Before God put that man with that woman, he put that man in the community. 
if you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying. He, he put him in the mm-hmm. community. The Bible said he was in the garden. He was taking care of things. And if a man don't have a good name in the community, if a man is not making his community better, you probably don't need him. You probably don't need it. So there's nothing wrong with making that list. There's nothing wrong with, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, in the household with a husband and a wife. That husband, he doesn't have to be that nurturer. He, he doesn't have to be. But if I'm a single mother and I'm, you know, uh, got somebody coming in to see me, then yeah, he 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 better be able to develop a a, a, a relationship with my child because. This is a package deal. You don't get one without mm-hmm. the other. Now, mm-hmm. here comes the last thing is I heard one lady say, and I don't really totally know uh, who it was, but say that, you know, don't waste my time. If you don't want to get married, don't waste my time. And I hear that, and I understand that. But the question is, you want to get married, but are you prepared to be married? I mean, some mm. people want a husband, but they're not ready to be a wife. you got to be careful with that because you know I can want a new car and I do and I can want a new house and I do but the question is am I ready for the house payment am I willing to pay that price and so that's that's the thing about it it's whenever we whatever we're asking for and believing for we got to prepare ourselves to be able to receive it and handle it you know and we don't change it to fit us we don't we don't do that you know because when God uh, finished with Adam. Adam was Adam was complete. That woman will not complete that man, and that man will not complete that woman. If God don't complete you, then you're gonna be a hot mess. Because if you depend on that man to complete you, he's gonna mold you in the way he wants you to be. And that woman, you know, I hear people a lot of times. The older people will say this. They'll say, uh, you know, uh, the old lady or this, that, and the other, and they'll say, well, uh, well, I'm I'm still working on it. I'm not finished with him yet. Well, you know, wait a minute, hang on, hang on, sister. Now you no, no, no. You gotta take that back. Now we, if we joking, I'm good with that. But no, you know, I think God did a pretty good job. Now there's some adjustments that have to be made. There's some things that have to be, you know, changed and things of that nature. But, um, you know, um, I love what I'm hearing, and I hear people saying, you know, God's just gonna give them to me, and God will. I mean, don't get me wrong, God will, but there's nothing wrong with having desires. There's nothing wrong with saying this is what I want. And I want to encourage everybody, you know, don't sell yourself short. Don't, don't you know, your list is not going to be obviously complete because sometimes you don't know what you're going to need in the future or whatever. But, you know, some of the things that um, uh, somebody gave a list, and I could barely hear all of it, but, um, you know, they gave a really good list, but there's just so much that, that could be added, and 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 what I'm saying is is this: um, <laughs> the Bible the Bible talks about how God puts something inside of us. I mean, greatness on the inside of us, and that's levels this man can go to. He's he's unlimited. Mm. He, I can do mm. all things, and so if you want me to be a protector and provider, I can do that. But if you never want me to be a dreamer, I can be a dreamer too. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I can be a lover. I can be. I can be that. I can be that dude for you, you know. And and that's the other thing, women. Uh, you know, so a couple of voices I recognize, but not everybody. But a lot of times, we want everything biblical. Everything biblical, uh, you know. And this is biblical. What I'm about to say, but you don't want that man reading John three sixteen and 
and and and and in the in your bedroom. So you don't sure want don't. the man to be, you know, all all holy than thou everywhere, and you get in the in the bedroom, and y'all get in there yeah, underneath that chandelier and all that other stuff. And can we pray? Oh, baby, can we just pray? I ain't trying to pray to you. I ain't trying to no. Man, so what I'm saying, you gotta tell, say what you really want. You know that, and that's the that's the privacy part. That's the that's the part that belongs between you and that man. You don't want. You know, I, I told a single ministry this years ago, I think. Somebody offended me and said that, you know what, um, you know, I'm, I'm, he said, I'm clean as a preacher's sheet. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 that's cute saying you got right there, but, you know, what, what do you mean a preacher's sheet? You trying to say I got clean sheets? You trying to say I don't know how to do nothing but preach? What, what's up with this? And, and there's this stigma out there about people that love the Lord that, you know, oh, he's a great provider, and he's a great, you know, cook and all this, that, and that. But tell the Lord what you want. Let him know, listen, Lord, I want to be satisfied. Go through your house and figure out, okay, I want that man to help me in the kitchen. I want him to help keep the living room clean. I want him to take care of the washing machine in the laundry room. I want him to take care of the toilet in the bathroom. Don't forget your bedroom now. Don't forget your bedroom. Don't forget the the room where you sit down and talk about your bills and your plans, you want him to play a role in that also. So nobody's list is going to be complete. It's just not because we none of us know completely uh, what we need, and that's why that person said, you know, God will give you what you need. He will, but you got to know. You, you want that man to be all he can be. I, I want him I want that joker to die empty. I want his dreams, his aspirations. I want his vision. I, I want his. I want him to wake me up. I want him to charge me. I want him to motivate me. I need this joker to be right. Then I need him to listen to me too. You know. So yeah, I need him to nurture me sometimes. Yes, I do. I need him to just shut up and hold me. Whether y'all call it spooning or whatever, y'all I don't know what y'all call it. To shut up and just hold me. Man, okay, 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 okay. You touched on something that I definitely. Everybody who know me know I ain't, I'm not. I'm not the preacher, the, the 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 pulpit of this situation we got here. That's not me. So I'm to keep it a hundred with you. There's levels to manhood, like you said. There's levels to being a man. Yes. And I've been been through quite a few levels of being a man, but. Until I got, until I got married. Since we're talking about this, that was the level of completion, or starting the process of completion, because of my wife. I had to be the man of God for my wife. Now remember, I was the man from God at some point. But in all that, I was still a man. So, ladies, you know, like Pastor was saying, you know, in completion in this society and, and truly transparent, the only time you're on your knees it shouldn't be to pray. Only because, and I say that with all due respect, because your bedroom is your bedroom. Bills is not to be discussed in the bedroom. You can talk about that at the table. You can talk about that at the bar or the island, whatever it is, not in the bedroom. That that place right there is where all makeup and made up is done. 
ain't no business going on. Ain't no business transaction going on in there. It's a sacred spot. That's a sacred spot. That's yes, the place sir. for husband and wife. Y'all business partners outside. In here, this is where we have conversations. We, we, we don't need to argue in here. We don't need to, to do nothing but make up in here. <laughs> That's the fact. Because there are some place in this house we don't need to talk about the washing machine. Let's talk about it in the laundry room. Let's talk about the dishwasher in the kitchen. Let's talk about how, how I leave my shoes by the door by the door. In here, I think all the talking should have been done already. And all we're saying, all we're saying to women is what you're saying is is spot on, but from a male perspective, what we're saying is, okay, the way that you approach a man, the way that you uh, um, 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 discuss things with a man, there's a time and a place for everything. And so you 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 pull him out of being I'm not gonna say pull him out, but you somewhat reduce him. You you're not allowing him and I hate to say allow because he's gotta be a man everywhere. Um but you I gotta be careful. No. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta be I gotta walk, walk this line, man. Um there's a time and place for everything. There's a there's a time and a place for, uh, you know, everything. If we're sitting down and we're uh, discussing the bills, I don't need you holding my hand. I, I don't I don't need you to. I, I don't need I don't need you blowing kisses at me. I don't need. We need to work this out. We we need to we need to talk this over. We need to do this. And and all I'm saying is you got to know. I mean, yes, you know what you want, but you got to know. How to handle what you get Because a, re- a man that's genuine A man that's real He's going to be a man everywhere But yeah, I got to be careful Because I don't want to miss And he's also to be He's also to be The man The daddy To that child Of course A man is like A man is like Think of a man as a As a, as a puddle of water I'm sorry I'm sorry A bucket of water And your life is the concrete. You throw that bucket of water over that concrete. That man is going to fill every hole, every crack, every position that he needs to. Not only to satisfy you as the mom, as the wife, but you as the woman of God. Because that's his obligation to God to support you. To help you ease your mind Because we know If your mind is at ease Our mind is at ease If all our minds are at ease We go in the bedroom and, 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 and quote unquote talk about some things And that's why God called, Considers the man the priest of the home And what I'm saying To everybody listen I am not trying to reduce mm-hmm. uh, Minimize the impact of a woman God knows yep. Listen <laughs> We're no good without you guys. I, I I will tell you that. Thank God for women. But if we all find our rightful place, if we get where we're supposed to be and do what we're supposed to do, you know, um, that's all well and fine. Somebody said earlier, you know, uh, because they're single, they're having to do everything for themselves. And I think that's great. You have to learn. You need to know. you got to get things right. But once you get married, 
you know, there's some things that you don't have to do. And you're going to have to learn how to back up and allow him Uh-oh. to be Uh-oh. who he wants to be. And, and that's all Uh-oh. that I'm saying. It's not that you can't do it. It's not at all that you can't do it. I don't want you to do it. I don't want you. After you're married, I don't want you changing the tire. I don't want mm-hmm. you pumping the gas. I don't want mm-hmm. you to. If you got to, I know you got to do it. I got that. But I don't want you doing that. I don't want your hands as hard as mine. I don't mm. want you to do that. And so what I'm saying to everybody is, listen, man, oh, my God, we are right here. I need to hear from some women right now because, I mean, that, that, listen, go ahead, no, somebody. Go ahead. No, that, I mean, that analogy that you gave about the bucket of water, I mean, when you said that and when you explained it, I mean, that was, very mind blowing and enlightening. Like I, I thank you for using that because I, I, I mean, as a woman, I would never think of a man as that, and that's no disrespect to any man. But that was a really good way to to put it for me to to kind of see it from a different perspective. That was pretty mind blowing. That bucket of water analogy. So let me give you let me give you a scripture to go with because you know okay. he always he always throws scripture out and. Don't know he's talking about scripture. Don't know he's talking about scripture. He'll call it a bucket of water, and he'll be dead on it. But if you remember, whenever um, the disturbance happened in the garden, you know God came through the garden. The Bible said in the cool of the day, Eve had, you know, had the fruit and 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 all of this other stuff. You know, she just she made a bad decision. You know, it it is what it is, but. God didn't come and say, Eve, what have you done? She said, Adam, he said, Adam, where are you? In other words, Adam, I'm holding you responsible for the decision that she made. I'm holding you responsible for who she was talking to because as the priest of your home, you should have set some guidelines and some boundaries, and you should have said, babe, listen, you know what? You don't have to go out and talk to him. I'll sit here and listen to you. Had Adam been doing what he was supposed to do, maybe Eve wouldn't have gone there. So what I'm saying is this. That man is held responsible. He's accountable for that house. That's why he's the priest of the home. Now, if you don't have that, I'm talking about once you get married. I'm talking about when you're under your father's roof or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's that's when it takes place. You know, so I just want you to understand that, that man's purpose is to cover that woman, cover mm-hmm. that woman, cover that woman. That's how precious you are. We're to be an umbrella over you. Don't allow hurt, harm, the same things you guys are talking about. I need a protector. That husband is supposed to be that protector. I need a provider. That husband is supposed to be that. That doesn't mean that woman can't work. Yes, she can, too. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. But please understand uh, also, and I'm going back to this nurturing part, because so many had to, you know, unfortunately in – uh, so many families, you have blended families now. You don't have just, you know, um, a husband and wife produce two children or eight children or whatever. You know, there's previous relationships that are involved or whatever. And we've got to learn, okay, i got to fall in love with this kid too. i got to love this kid. I'm not going to sit here and be, a, be a, a, a husband to this wife and not be a father to this child. i got to do that. i got to in essence, nurture him. I got to come in. I got to embrace him. I got to receive him. 
some dads are raising their daughters. Some mothers are raising their sons. So don't y'all get sidetracked about the nurturing aspect of it because when it comes to a husband and a wife, obviously that wife is going to do the majority of the nurturing. Okay, but when it's regarding single folk, now you're talking about a whole nother level of something. Because God is not going to allow you to just go lacking. So, anyway, we've I've said enough. Quick's probably said enough. Uh, I want to say something about about the about the coming in as a father. When you when you when when you come in and you the daddy, at some point, because because ladies, you have trusted this man in your life. Y'all have gotten married, and y'all trust y'all kid around. Apparently, there's a relationship that has been established. Let them have their relationship. You got to let them establish and maintain their daddy-son relationship. Because it's very important. If you continue to get involved and interfere, you're dwarfing this kid. Let daddy teach him how to be a man. You may have your ideas of what a man could be and should be doing, but daddy know. That's very important. When daddy, when there's a daddy, and I say daddy because daddy is the everyday, day-to-day who's in this kid's life. That's daddy. Father is just who blood runs through this kid. So let daddy come here. And teach this young man how to become a man through examples, through words. That's very important. I'm sorry, go ahead. Everybody, mic is open. <laughs> I hope they didn't. I hope they didn't just misunderstand what you're saying, because uh, it's, it's very clear to me. But we gotta always remember, you know. Uh, obviously, I understood, but you know, they're listening with 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 female ears, and I you know I don't want them to misunderstand because what you said was just key right there. If I go into um, there's a young lady on here I did recognize her voice And she's got a, 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 a teenage son If I go in and, and I'm You know she and I are involved And in, you know we're really learning each other Or whatever Then what basically he's saying is very very important The most important asset you have Is not your house or your car It's your son And because it's your son Okay if I'm the right man for you Then guess what I'm the right man for your son I'm not trying to come in and be his father, but I'm going to be that daddy for him. In other words, let me have my rightful place with him. Let me show him how to get where he needs to be because a real man is not going to come in there and just be that great person for you. He's going to be that daddy that's missing in that son's life. He's going to teach him how to be the man he's supposed to be. and it's not not you know it's it's not to exclude you or anything, but it's just you got to be able to trust that man to say, listen, he's not gonna hurt my son. Let let him build that relationship with him. Let him, you know, in the right timing and in the right way, uh, take him off somewhere and they talk. Let them go to, I don't know, the barbershop together. Let them go shopping together. 
uh, let them sit down and watch a ball game together or whatever. That's part of it right there. It, when we talk about going into relationships, man, it involves your entire family. And you don't want him loving on you and, and forgetting your son. And a real man would never do that. He would never sit there and just, hey, can we have a little alone time, you know, get away from your son for a little bit. No, he'll probably tell you, look, I come over today, but I didn't come to see you. I come to see him, you know. And that's what a real man does. He he really, and, and a lot of women, I think they are very protective and justifiably so. They're protective of their child, but when that right man comes in, you know, you have to release that. You can't have that. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying the first night they go out, but over time, over time, and and that's that's critical. That is that is critical. Um, I, there's so many that they get together, and you know, over time they they just don't. They like okay, they get end up getting married, and then now the the new husband and the child don't even have a relationship with each other, and that's not good. Um. I I um I agree with you everything that you're saying and um as a woman as a single parent I you know I have a son and I mean one of my prayers is that you know whoever my husband is whoever the Lord blesses me that's one of the things that I also pray for that this man is not is going to be that you know that father in my son's yes. life, you know, teaching yes. him those skills that I cannot teach him because mommy can say you need to do this. But when he sees somebody modeling, that's, a male figure modeling that behavior, then it. it becomes more, made more sense to him than mommy just telling him you need to do this, you need to do this as a man. So that's one of the things that I always pray for because I'm not just praying for a husband. I'm praying for that man that real man that's going to be a father figure for my child. So I guess that's Absolutely. one of the things when I, when I think about I'm a husband, I'm not just praying for a man for myself, but yes. a person that's going to also be a father to my son. Because, I mean, he has right. grown he up can... without a father. All he knows is mommy. Yes, so he can be your husband, but that for. same man is not only just your husband, he's 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 got to be daddy. Uh, <laughs> he's got to be daddy to that boy. That son, he has to be. He wants to be. That that's that's gonna that's gonna create a a, a complete household. That's just the that's way. That's the next it is. level of being a man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what I was talking about earlier about don't limit, don't limit. You know uh, what you're asking for to just what you want. You know, um, you you wanna. Well, anyway, I think you got it. I think everybody's got it. Let's, let's, let's quick. What's your thoughts? I'm sorry, Pastor. Okay, okay. So I can, <laughs> I, I mean, I hear the conversation, and 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 I think that I could probably help just just a little bit to to wrap this to wrap it on up, right? Um, so, husband, would you mind if I spoke a little bit freely? Please. Okay. So, you know, for, for some of the callers that are called in, some of you know me, some may not, which is cool, but my story um, is is actually a real-life story. And so my husband and I have been together for nine years next year. 
we 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 got married. We've been married for gosh, going on seven. Um, I was a single parent for him, right? And so when when we met, the when we when we talk about the relationship of of being a dad to you know a single woman's children. When we met, the relationship between he and my son developed before there was any conversation of us being a family. Um, they, it was them too, and and I was just a bonus. That's what it seemed like, and I was okay with that. Um, the hardest part in the world for me, being a single mom, was the adjustment from my dad, my son not having a dad to my son having a dad, okay, um, and, and letting their relationship develop and staying out of the way. So not only will or not only did my husband become a, you know, become the provider, the protector, he became the dad, he became the disciplinary, he became the encourager, he did become the nurturer in a sense. Um, and all of that happened between him and my son. And I was saying, I, I had to get out of the picture and watch that. So I couldn't just have the the encouragement on a great day and not have him do the discipline on a bad day. So I had to sit back out of all of it. And sometimes I interfered and messed things all up. <laughs> I mean, just being real. And and some and some days I sat back and let it happen. And and here we are, and they have their own thing. They have their own relationship. And there are things that my son goes to, to his dad for, and there are things that he comes to me for. And some conversations they have, I have no, I have no idea what they're about. Um, but I say that to say that, that when, when, when God blesses you, and, you know, whenever you're able to, to, to tell your story, you, you're going to be able to say that, or, or for me, Right, I'm able to say that my husband is my husband because my son needed him more than I did. And I'm just lucky enough or blessed enough to 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 experience being his wife. But my son is is was more in need of every characteristic that my husband has. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does, and I hope it answers and clears up some questions um, for for those who have children. Wow, um, man, I feel I feel good. Thank you. Um, Pastor once told me that. When God do something, He do it all the way through. Not only does He is He there for the start, but He's there to sustain it as well. So once He gives you that husband that He has sent for you, not the one that you go find in the club, or the one that you know some other place, but the one that God has for you, it will be everything that you need. Like it was said earlier. And they have a lot of your, your wants as well, you know, but it would definitely be everything that you need. And because you have 
this 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 kid, God will also have what this kid needs as well. In this man. Not in this male, in this man. Because a man recognized that like Pastor said earlier, it's a package deal. And and I mean, quite honestly, not only that, I mean, we had the conversation up front. So the understanding, it, it, there was no secret. You know, there was no, you know, no secret that, that you know, if you, if you step into this position as, you know, my husband, then, then daddy is, you know, an absolute. Absolutely. And remember... Uh, my love, if he he asked if he could call me daddy, I didn't even know he asked. I thought he just talked it. <laughs> I thought he was just well, like, he said, hey, he said that. He's he's so in the, in that. Remember that the convers the conversation has to be had, and one of the things in the conversation, and I'm I'm upfront, I'm I'm not as as holy as a lot of y'all may be. And I told her, I said, listen, I'm going to treat him just like I treat the rest of my kids. And she's like, good. I said, now let me clarify. I said, if he's hungry, I'm going to feed him. If he's sick, I'm going to take him to the doctor. And if he's bad, I'm going to beat that ass. Mm-hmm. She said, that's fair. And here we are. Ladies, feel free. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I mean, I mean uh, if you step into the role of a father, then you know you. I mean, you are going to be. I mean, a disciplinarian. You know, a provider, whatever it takes. So I do hardly to believe that. You know, as as long as you're not abusing the child, everything should be. I mean, it's okay with me, you know, as a woman to step back and let, you know, you play that role as, you know, as a father. But remember, you asking, you're asking for your husband from God. So abuse yeah. is not even in the situation because okay. that's not what God will discipline you, but he won't abuse you. Well, that's so true. it's the same with that child. I'm going to discipline him. I'm going to chastise him. But abuse is not there because even out of discipline, it's done out of love. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I guess I mean, as I say, as women, we have to learn to really let go and um, not interfere. You know, whenever you say discipline the child, you know, and they say, "Oh, it's my child. You're not supposed to do this or do that." You know, you know, because you know, we have to learn to let go and mm-hmm. you know, let the man, the husband, does his thing. You know, and I think that is that is key. Because, you know, you have relationships, you know, where, you know, the man can't even say anything to this child, right? And as I said, if it's from God, then it wouldn't be. Okay. Someone else? I know I heard somebody chiming in. Everybody on the line unmuted? Everybody's unmuted. Okay. And you can feel free to speak. 
Oh, uh, somebody wanted to say something, but I don't, I don't think they're. They said they they, like they were talking, but you can't hear them. I don't know. Let's see. The ending number is two six three three. Unmute it. Okay, thank you. Can you hear me? I hear you. All right. Coming from from lots of experience. Children that I just coached, worked with on my time and even in relate uh, during relationships. That it's more than a problem. If and Sophia she just said you hear a woman say, but that's not your child. But why 99% of the time a woman going to say that when the man try to, to discipline a child? Well, if if, if, if you think, I, I think you said it earlier, um, the, the correction and chastisement is coming out of love. If you think that man is, it was wrong, wait to y'all. It's just y'all two, and say, "Why did you do it that way?" And, and what you think you could do different? Because I tell you, if, if if I can't speak for no one but myself, but if you want to get up under my skin, tell me that at my child, because in Christmas time, birthdays. You're not telling me that's my child. Keep your money in your pocket. <laughs> that's yeah. that's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so you don't want to be part time. You don't want to be a part time daddy. There you go. I don't want to be part time nothing. I, I want to be a hundred. I want to get sixty. I want to get sixty seven, eighty seven hours a week. I mean, from from sun up to sun down, twenty five hours a day. If, if you mm-hmm. if you can't give me that, you ain't, I'm not a part of your life, not a part of your child's life. Because to me, if if a woman don't see that man making attempts from the junk, you 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 step back, maybe give it a little time, but to me, you're wasting your time. If that man, especially with if they're younger, if he don't he don't do stuff with the child. Mm. You, you, to me, you ain't a man in the first place. Now, my question, my question to you, I, I agree with that, but I definitely want to let's let's create a baseline when we say discipline and chastising. We are using that as a term of like redirection, correct? Versus just paddling and spanking. Oh yes, sir. Because All right. me personally, when 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 I have children, oh they gonna get them whoopings. It's this, I, we got them. Me and my brother got them. I'm gonna do it to mine. I, I spoke to the one I'm in a relationship with. You know, she has a daughter. You know, I I, I wouldn't whoop, whoop her daughter. I would not do that. Because I know from the jump, you 
all you got to do to her is is just go send her to her room and, and give her a good talking to, and she gonna break down in the first place. <laughs> she 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 don't need that that kind of physicality. But for my son, when he get to acting up, boy, you gonna get it. No, 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 no. You got to treat them with consistency. And I'm no disrespect, but everything a child does doesn't warrant whooping. Sometimes it just warrants that conversation. And if you was already active, like I'm sure you will be, sometimes all you got to do is look at them. And they already know to get in line. Yes, sir. But at the same time, I would have rather got a whooping then and my daddy telling me that I can't go to the ball field and play football. Or I can't I can't go outside and play basketball. I'd have rather took that whooping. To to mm. me, you take a kid's cell phone these days and you you, you done broke their soul. <laughs> oh yeah. You took the livelihood from them. My daddy That's used to take the extension cord, I mean the, the power cord out the T V. Took the bicycle. He took the tire, one of the tires off the bicycle. He ain't got nothing. Mm. Mm. But it's all done out of love. You you recognize that, right? Say say that one more time. I said it was all done out of love, and you do recognize that. Oh yes, sir. Oh yes. I never Pastor, questioned. Somewhere in there, doesn't it say spell the rod, spoil the child or something along that line? I, I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it is in there, bro. <laughs> it, it is in there. It, it's definitely in there. Y'all, the, the danger of, it, of what everybody is talking about, you know, um, and, and this is important, and everything that we're talking about is really, you know, just to help everybody understand really what God requires when it comes to relationship, when it comes to marriage. You know, um, when we start saying, and the two shall be one, a lot of times we're talking about material possessions, but in reality, that includes your children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That includes your bank account. Mm -hmm. That includes your problem. Uh If I got a problem and we get married, now she got a problem too. I mean that's mm. just that's just that's the nature of the beast, and so you know one of the worst things that you can say, his brother just said it. Uh, you know, here this man is, you know, y'all y'all together and things are going, you know, uh, okay, and then all of a sudden something breaks out. And the worst thing that you can say to a man is, well, that ain't that ain't your child. A man don't want to hear that because in a real man's eyes. He's saying no, no. This is this is my child. This is this is my child. I did everything but birth them. That's 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 how he sees his family, you know. And he don't want to hear that. And so all I'm saying is, and when I was talking about preparation earlier, you got to be willing to say I'm all in. You got to be willing to say, mm-hmm. okay, yes, I'm going to be uh, careful and uh, and all of that. But at the same time, you know what? Um, if you know, and you have to explain to your kids, uh, and that kid really won't mind it. He'll understand, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's intelligent enough to understand that he, that's not my biological father, but that's my daddy. That's my daddy, and I'm going to do what he tells me to do. I'm going to learn from him. 
and chastisement. You know, um, you, you know, somebody just said that if you take the cell phone, that's like child abuse now. And, and you know, that may be all that it takes or whatever, but there has to be punishment. And the punishment just Absolutely. can't come from the biological parent. It has to come from, mm-hmm. you know, when you got a household, you know, you got that husband, you got that wife, you got those children. They're one. And the mm-hmm. chastisement just can't be one way. You can't limit Absolutely. the man to that. And if that man is a real man, child abuse will not be a problem. Correction is what he's doing. Love him back to life is what he's doing. He's not trying to hurt the child. He's trying to teach the child. And that's hard. I, I I get it. That's hard. I mean, that's that's hard to understand. That's hard to accept. But, you know, when we, you know, start talking about going to this next level in relationships, we've got to understand that it involves your children. It involves your children. And if that relationship don't work between, you know, Miss Quick and, and, and Mr. Quick, if it don't work between them, uh, Mr. Quick's going to be a miserable somebody because he's developed a relationship with that son. And that son, uh, he, he, just, he just he don't know how to stay away from it. That's just the way that it is. He loves that son as his, it's his. And, and, again, I get it, women. I get it. This is not your child. You will not lay a hand on them. You will not tell them to stop. You will not, you, you know. But that, that'll, that'll split up a house and a marriage quicker than anything. Because You're still single you have, for the most part. The, the two become, and that's the problem. There is, there is, there is, and I don't like to harp and go back and talk about all the sermons and all that, but it was a sermon once that the Lord allowed me to preach, um, and it was that, you know, the, the, it was talking about two becoming one, but then, then all of a sudden one becomes two again. It, you just, mm. You're single. Even though you said I do, you're still single because this is mine, mm. and that's mine, and that's mine, and that, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. So until you're prepared to give up everything, um, you know, in the eyesight of God, you're not ready because that's what God requires. And that's why we started off by saying that man is an extension of God. God don't just want you on Sunday. God don't just want you on Wednesday. God wants you every day. God just don't want, um, you know, your holy self. He wants your dirty self as well. And so that that, that man, he, he wants that as well. That man saying, listen, this is this is good. I, this I, I have no problem, you know, nurturing your child. I have no problem loving your child. I have no problem providing for that child. But he's no longer your child now. He's he's mine. You know, he's ours. He's ours, right? You know, and that's that's the way that it uh, needs to be. So again, I get it. I understand that's got to be hard for any woman. It has to be. If I was a single man and raising my daughter, um, you know. You know, maybe I would feel differently, but that doesn't change the fact that it's still truth. It's it's still truth. That's just the way that it has to be. So, um, that's, well, no, let me stop again. Watch this, All right. watch this, Pastor. Miss Quick, may I speak freely? Please? Yeah. All right. So, in in our in our, in our relationship, at some point, my son's father was calling him and leaving him disappointed. As daddy, I had to step in to protect him, his emotions, his psyche, from the constant letdown, the constant, because it would affect me. 
at some point. It would have an impact on our relationship at some point. Mm-hmm. So I got on the phone and was like, listen, if you can't do what you say you're going to do, don't call back. Yes, sir. And and sometimes it will be that type of situation. Remember, sometimes God will do things that, that, that mom can't do. He will have you do it. But I don't care who can do it or who can't do it. What I'm not going to do is see my son hurt. And you was talking mm-hmm. about Pastor, the the this the the separate my son from me. I don't, I think it, it'll kill both of us just the same. Because if you tell that son, that boy he ain't my son, you have to fight him. You probably have to kill him. That's the way it and should be. And that's how be. it's been from day one. That's the way it should be. And and quick to just further what you just said, you know, for you to talk to the biological father like that. You know, I, I understand that the biological father and the son, they have a right to have a relationship if it's in order. But whenever mm-hmm. that child is being disappointed, being hurt, being let down, it, it's out of the order of God for you to be a protector of the wife and leave the child hurting. God, my, you must be out your mind. No, I'm going to say Yeah, no, he never be vulnerable. Listen, no, you're not going to hurt him. And he can say all day, mm-hmm. this is my child. Okay, you that's fine, but you're still not going to hurt him. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. See, that husband, he's an extension of God, but he's also supposed to be um, the next level of your own father. So uh, Miss Quick's father wouldn't allow the child to be hurt, so why would uh, Mr. Quick allow him to be hurt? And, and, and that's that's the thing, y'all. You know, but we, we guard the children, and I really understand it, but Man, when you're a real man, you're not going to hurt that child. No, you'll hurt yourself before you hurt that child. No way in the world. Mm-hmm. You love them. You love them. You, you, really, you really love them. Everybody's gotten quiet, so I, we need to stop quick and let everybody talk because I, I don't know if they're hearing it. I don't know if they're upset by it. I don't know if they agree with it. I, know, I, don't, I don't know, but they're not saying anything. And maybe that's because I'm running my big mouth. Um, I'll speak up. Uh, I'm I most definitely hear everything that you guys are saying, and maybe I'm the odd woman out, but as for me, I'm a single mom. I have a daughter, and I feel like whoever the man that God chose for me, the man that um, that I marry. There, I, I agree, and there should be no difference. The same respect that my daughter gives me, I would expect her to give my husband as well. I mean, as far as, like, calls him if she wants to call him dad or whatever the case may be, I, I'll leave that to her and him, whatever she's comfortable with, you know, because she does have a have a father, but he's not as active. Um, my only thing would be, like, I don't have a problem with the discipline part but I would just want there to be consistency like it wouldn't just only be like you know um, you know how you see on TV like oh you know wait till your dad gets home I, I wouldn't want it to be like you know it's it's always like I guess like mean bonus dad or whatever I don't like the term stepdad I call it bonus dad um, 
I would want it to be consistency, just as well as the discipline, the, you know, the love, the support, the encouragement, you know, they can be goofy and all that stuff like that. But that's where I stand. I, I wouldn't have my child dare be disrespectful to any adult. So the same respect that she's going to give me in my house, she's going to give my husband. You understand what I'm saying? To cause confusion because I've seen things where, you know, it's, not the biological father, and they only do what the mom say or they only do what the dad say, and it, it causes a lot of confusion. And just from just from watching that, I've learned, you know what I mean? And I wouldn't want to have a house divided, you know, so I would want my child to treat my husband with the same respect that she would treat me. If I'm not home, she needs to listen to him the same way as if I was there. There, there There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's, no, there's nothing in between. You know, he he may not be your daddy. I mean, he may not be your father, but this is well, a person that stepped up. Yeah, but this is a person that stepped up to the plate. You know, to take care of what, you know, not to bash the other parent, but to to what the other parent isn't isn't doing, and that's by choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now watch this. Your daughter will emulate what she see you do. Mhm. So if she see you. Being disrespectful, mm-hmm. for lack of terminology, that's what she's gonna do. Mm-hmm. You gotta lead by you. You have to lead by example, especially when somebody else is coming in. Right. I agree. We, I I agree with that. <laughs> good, Miss Quick. What's your thoughts? Um. Again, it. <laughs> I mean, I, they, there's not, you know, there's not much I can really say. But it's, it's I understand. Um, what I mean, I understood what needed to happen for me, and and then you know, for those of us on the phone and in this in a single parent situation, just understanding what needs to happen is is great. The hardest part is letting it take place is letting I guess nature takes its course take it take its course. Um the hardest part is, you know, I mean it's it's great when when you you know you have your husband he stepped in his role and, you know, it's it's all love and video game playing and, you know, riding in the in the truck or in the car together and different things like that and playing baseball, basketball, all those things. But but when that kid gets in trouble, it is the hardest thing in the world to step back when you're used to being the disciplinary, when you're used to being all of it. Um, it's the hardest thing in the world to step back to, to and, and watch it happen because you have no control. And inserting yourself in it makes it worse. So, again, it's it's one of those things where – it's great when you know it needs to happen. It's just that when you get in that position and you're in that space, pray and and allow God to to let him do what he does and let that relationship develop. I mean, the crazy thing is, is, you know, now my husband is the one telling him, you know, when I'm out the house, you need to listen to your mama as if it was me. <laughs> you know, and, and in the beginning, it was, 
you know, I didn't even have to have the conversation in the beginning because it was automatic. The respect, the love, like it was, it was automatic, you know, but, but now sometimes it's like, Hey, when she say move, it's just like me talking. And and I'm looking like what in the world? But again, God did that. (laughs) God did that. You know, I, I got out of the way, but God did that. So, um, you know, just stay, stay in prayer, you know, because it, you know, it'll happen. Um, and, you know, you just got to allow, allow it to. Anybody else? Uh-oh. My brother, uh, 2633, what's your thoughts about it? As the lady just said, pray. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I completely agree with praying. But if pray, pray, and it, 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 it takes more than just prayer at the same time. You, you can sit there and pray till you're blue in the face. If, if God tell you to. Tell, if, if if God's telling the, the lady to 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 just stand back, just whatever He's telling you, and it don't get done, I mean, and and to me, it's it's it's, it's really frustrating. Women say, "Oh, I'm I, I'm trying, I'm trying." I mean, I I don't know what it's like to to see through the mind side of a woman. I. But I mean, I think majority of us can can be honest and, and say a mother's love is different. It's, that's obvious. For sure. That, that's 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 very easily obvious. But at the same time, you you like fella said, some of them you, uh, when a man look at you, he ain't got to say nothing. You just, oh Lord. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get beat down, and you, you just already done set the tone. Or sometimes you just pull them to the side when you say you're in Walmart. You just, hey, you better get yourself together. When she tell you to do something, don't open your mouth. Just do it. Don't say another word, and it's over with. It, it's, obviously, it's. Go ahead, brother. No, no, I was just, I was just agreeing with you. Yes, sir. Obviously, it's not easy for y'all. That's, that's your baby. That's your child. You're your child's mother. But at the same time, it's, it's nothing short than you. To me, it's you questioning that man and what he's about. That's how I take it as being a man. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to hurt your child. Like Pastor said a while ago, I'll take myself off this earth before I hurt a child, and that's the God honest truth. I'm not. I'm not going to hurt me. our child. Our we together, so this is our child. I'm not going to hurt any child. <laughs> right. <laughs> now well, I'm going to ask, ask this question to everybody on the line: How many of you? have witnessed 
in your family, mother, father, maybe even aunt and uncle, a successful marriage. Because yes, what, we, what I, I find is that oftentimes we bring our experiences or someone else's experiences into our relationships. And that's the reason why mm-hmm. our relationships won't grow and, and, and bear the fruit that they should. It won't go to the next level. Mm. <clears throat> Bro, you just said a mouthful. That, that's that's it's a, it's a legitimate question. I mean, me personally, I was raised by my grandparents, so I've seen it all my life. You know what I mean? So for me and my wife, it's easy for us to to come together and be together and stay together, and everything is done right here. But I also have seen other people who don't know what it's like, so they don't have any example. They didn't have a demonstration of what a man should do as a husband and what a woman should do as a wife. So they running from pillar to post and just flying by the seat of their pants. Someone said they have. That was me. That's one. Um, okay. I'll say, I, I, I mean, I'm like you. Well, I wasn't raised by my grandparents, but I've seen successful marriages in my family, and I've seen marriages, like you said, pillar to post, you know, just fall apart. Um, as far as, like, playing out um, things that you've seen, I think as far as past relationships, I think they do play a part because from past relationships, you may build up walls or insecurities from certain things. And when you get into new relationships, yeah, that may take time for that stuff to come down. It may not necessarily even have anything to do with the person that you're in a relationship with. It's more of a self thing. Like, okay, you have to allow yourself to put these walls down or allow yourself to, um, to be open and let go. Um, but I also think it, it, there has to be um, a mutual understanding for each other. You know, I'm not saying, like, you have to go through, have a whole chronological of your past and what bad has happened and what good has happened. But if two people can, you know, communicate and understand and have understanding, like, hey, you know, we both have a past, but we both got to do our best to leave the past in the past and move forward. So why if we if we having a conversation and we're trying to have a future together, why can't you tell me about your past so I'll know what you've gone through so I'll understand because if not I may make the same mistake not knowing that you have been traumatized by this. Yeah, I mean, but it it is in your past, but the conversation has to be had so it won't repeat itself. I agree. I mean, I don't have a problem with sharing about my past, but there's a difference between sharing and then constantly like living it out or somebody keeps bringing it up. Like there, there's no need. Like I say, if, if both people have an understanding what you came from and you can understand, okay, this person's been hurting that way. I've been hurting this way. So you can kind of, you know what I mean? Be more sensitive in certain areas that you may need to be or cater to, uh, you know, like uh, an insecurity that they may have or whatever 
because of something that happened in their past. But I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, don't live there. Don't keep bringing it up. Like, if we have a conversation about this is what, you know, this is what I've been through, these are my insecurities, this is what I'm worried about, and we both have an understanding of that, there's no need to keep bringing up past relationships and comparing and all that stuff. That That's the part oh, I don't. No, like, oh, no, them kids, that's juvenile. <laughs> Because remember, I think, and Pastor, he's on, he could tell you, I think it says something about God has it in the sea of forgetfulness. If this man is an extension of God, mm-hmm. he's, he's not going to dwell on your past because your past really don't matter. I'm here to fulfill right now going forward. Back then before me, you were just you was ex- experiencing. Now you start living. The moment we say I do and we commit together, now you start living mm-hmm. And we move forward. Nothing else in the past matters. So you got to leave it alone. You got to heal before we can move forward. Because if not, you just bring all that baggage into this one. And we'll never go nowhere because it's, it's heavy as hell to carry mine and yours. I think, I think more importantly, you got to heal before you go into another relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, after after you've been through uh, whatever it is that life has taken you through, failed relationships, or you know, like you know, just just bad boyfriends and and uh, significant others altogether, you need to. I think it, it's better if you allow a period of self care where you take the time to. Do whatever it is you need to do. Rebuild yourself in such a way that whatever hurt you, your past, and you also can articulate that to your um, husband-to-be or what have you. Um, And you're also in a position in in self-care enough to be able to understand what he has gone through and be big enough to consciously not make those same mistakes. So um, if you go, if you take that baggage into another relationship, even though you talk about it, um, it still may come up because you still haven't fully healed past the infidelity or you haven't fully healed past the name calling or you know what I'm saying? So like earlier, Pastor spoke about, there being a time and a place to have certain conversations, if you haven't healed past those things that you've been hurt by, then history is going to repeat itself, and you're going to be having saying, having conversations or trying to have conversations and saying things at the wrong time in the wrong place, and you're not going to fully understand what just happened. So I think that healing should take place before the next relationship comes into play. Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? Well, brother, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you stepped over into something totally. You stepped in it now uh, because whether all I got my waiters on, bro. You gonna need them. <laughs> Because you stepped in the self-command. Because a lot of us need to be healed. A lot of us need to be healed. And the, the first part of being healed is admitting that you're wounded. 
admitting that you're wounded. You got to admit, you know what, I've been surviving. I've been doing what I had to do. I hadn't had time to think about it, but I am a wounded animal. I don't trust. I don't, I'm not easy to love. I don't love easily. I've got more questions than I do answers. I just, you know, I was just talking to my son a little earlier about, you know, when it comes to sports, a lot of, and this is a good indicator, if you can't trust your kid to play sports without you getting involved, you gave your kid to that coach during that game or during that practice. Let him do his job. Yeah. As long as he don't, as long as he don't abuse your child, sit over there. That coach knows whether your kid should be playing or not. Maybe that coach has got your kid over there, not to punish him, but to teach them something or whatever. But if you can't even sit over there and watch a coach correct your child, you're not ready for the man God has for you, because the man God has for you is supposed to be um, an extension of God. He's supposed to be used to fill some void that exists in your life. Mm. And Mm. so I think we need to start with uh, there's some healing that needs to take place. There's some confessions that need to take place. And listen, I'm not just talking about the women that's on this line. I'm talking about pastor. I'm talking about quick. I'm talking about miss quick. All of us. And the reason I can say that biblically is because the Bible said we've all seen and come short. You know, all of us, you know, as men, if it angers us that the woman don't trust us with their child, then guess what? We need to be healed of that also. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of healing that needs to take place, man. And I think that that's what we stepped into tonight. Um, You know, uh, what is a man? He's an extension of God. And what is a man? Man is a responsibility. He's a necessity. You know, and we've got to uh, step up as men and be just that. And, you know, don't want a man if you're not willing to be a woman. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the way it is. The Bible said God made woman for the man. But if you're not going to allow God to make you, then don't, as somebody said earlier, don't waste that man's time. You know, a lot of times we're so busy wanting to complete Wanting that person to be complete, we got to allow God to complete us. And by no means am I there. One of the biggest problems in my marriage right now is that nobody showed me how to be a man. But here I am trying to be a husband and wasn't taught how to be a man first because it's impossible to be a husband and a father effectively until I, you know, before, until I first know how to be a man. And uh, that's, that was missing in my life, and I'm learning as I go. And sessions like this help me so much. It helps me so, so much. And so I want you to know I learned something tonight. I was convicted tonight, and I appreciate tonight. I appreciate you guys' honesty, openness, anger, because I can, I can sense the anger. I can sense the, you know, I can sense some of that, and that's okay. That's, that's you know, when it hurts, it's healing. And that's the good part about it. So, um, that's 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 my that's what I gotta say, man. I got about three minutes and I gotta I gotta clock out and clock back in, so Well I'm I'm very grateful for each and every one of you for all the input that y'all have given and I hope and pray that I was able to help somebody. Um I think Miss Quick for, for her her insight, you know, she taught me something along the way and she's actually 
without knowing, without y'all knowing, actually pat me on the back a little bit along this way. But, um, Pastor, one thing you said is, you know, before you became, you know, you had to be a man before you became a husband. Well, again, Miss Quick completed me. You dig? On, on this level. So all the places that I would normally have fell short, uh, that was her one of her strong suits. And it worked together for us. So when you have this man, if you're already completed, you don't need a man. If he, if he's already completed, he don't need a woman. But you want someone to better you, because face it, we're, we wasn't all completed. If that was the case, then God wouldn't have made woman for us if we were if he was already completed. I don't know if that's biblical. You know, I don't know, but uh, somewhere in there, I'm sure it talks about completion. It talks about help. Well, Pastor, I know you got a clock in, so go ahead and pray us out, and we will conclude tonight's episode, and we will resume, if y'all want, next Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Well, thank you, bro. Thank you. All right. Lord, thank you so much for um, the discussion on tonight. I thank you so much for the input. I thank you for the silence. I thank you for the questions. I thank you for um, what some of us may have learned and even what some of us may have rejected. That's a time for everything. And sometimes the truth will be rejected. Sometimes the truth will be misunderstood. But sometimes the truth will think it needs to think. And so, God, I want to thank you on a very personal level for teaching me something tonight. And uh, I pray that everybody got something. And, God, it's not about solving all the problems. It's about opening up a dialogue and saying, listen, you know, who is this man? Because a lot of times we get things that we don't know what we have. Uh, we ask for things and we don't know what we're asking for. We don't understand that whatever we ask for, the Bible says to whom to whom much is given, much is going to be required. And so, God, it's all about just open conversation, both male and female, single and married. And, God, it's not one size fits all. The only one size fits all is you. And so, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost we'll go to you because it has to start with you. No man can be a man without you. No woman can be a woman without you. Man didn't make woman, and woman didn't make man. God made them both. And so, God, help us to lean and depend on you. And, God, the questions that we do have, help us to go for you, because go to you, because the Bible says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him go to God and let him ask of God. And also, God, you know, we know that prayer works. Prayer makes a difference. But study, meditation, and obedience does too. Help us to think of it like this, God. Uh, we can pray all day, but we still got to wear our masks, we still got to wash our hands, and we still got to socially distance. There's things that we have to do. And when it comes to praying over relationships and marriages, yes, it will work, but we got to work it also. We got to stop, stop, uh, follow the mandates of Almighty God. And may we, and we may all differ in 
opinion, but the one thing about it is the Bible said God shall supply my every need according to his riches and glory. But we got to be prepared for what God is uh, supplying. So thank you so much for this class tonight, this lesson tonight. Thank you so much, God, for the blog talk uh, station, God, from the streets to the pulpit. And I pray, God, that uh, folk will call back in next week. Maybe we'll talk about what is a woman. I don't know. Whatever the topic may be, God, help us to just be open and honest because we don't know who's listening in the world, and it may change their lives. Thank you so much. Keep us all in your care. Cover us in your blood. It is in Jesus' name that I do pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, guys, for your time. You're welcome. Well, this concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, the number one, and we thank Pastor Robertson and, of course, the love of my life, Miss Quick, and in his absence, Dr. Twim. We thank everybody for listening, everybody who called in. Just know that God loves us all. And when it's done out of love, it will be done justly and in order. Love one another. Love yourself. Love God. Love yourself. Respect yourself. And respect the man accordingly. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Peace. But he winds up